It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just a fun noise. And it is my favorite. It makes me happy. Unless we get sued. Be like, you guys, <laughs> you guys yes. use that noise like a dozen times. That's 12 million. Fair use is eight seconds. Yeah. Well, we are, we are good. Yeah. Is, that, is that just like a... Is that just a made up though? I think that no, I, no, I think it's fair a real use. Thing. Yeah. Everyone just said I think. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm fairly certain. When I say I think, I'm like 99% sure. Well, I just remember the 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 whole thing like with commercials, like putting in something in a commercial. People would be like, "Yeah, you can use a part of that song as long as it's so small." No, you no, can't. Yeah, yeah, no, that's different. If you're if okay. you're making money off of it, you oh. can't use it. We are not Which making are. money on this Clearly podcast. Not. So until, until we're sponsored, we're fine. <laughs> anyway, right, it's the worst damn sports show. Period. <laughs> Setting the bar low for sports talk in Denver. This is the worst damn sports Sorry. show. Oh, wait, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this like 35 times now, I guess. This is episode 39, actually. 39? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I still don't know how the intro happens. I was going to say, did you talk over our, <laughs> I our production? Yeah, yeah no nice one else job. can hear it, but you didn't bring a headphones. No. Talked over Smitty at the end there. This is the worst Smitty's my girl. You can't do that. Bart Come on, show, man. period, uh, where we talk over each other constantly. Uh, that is uh, Beard over there. Yo. That is uh, Dubs. Hi. I'm a little fuzzy today. This week, man, and I think it was probably starting with that game, the, the first game on, when was that? <laughs> Monday. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> Red to stay up late, watch that. You should be in the same boat. At least I was going to say, I am, I'm awful today. I've, my brain has not been working all morning. So, Beardo, I hey, mean, I carry was, the show. <laughs> I was at the game last night. So, you know, we're all on the same page a little bit. And you get here stupidly early. Yeah, I don't I'm, understand that. I'm here at 6 a.m. every day. <laughs> every by day. choice, by the way. Yeah. That's by choice for him. Like, Dubs and I have to be here. Yeah. Like, this is part of our job. Well, like, it's either I come in at 6 a.m. and I do all the crap that I have to do, or I come in at 9 and I stay until 8. Are so. you an early riser naturally? Like, are you one of those people that's up at 5 o'clock in the morning? No, on the weekends, I definitely sleep in. Okay. Yeah, no. So I, I have friends like that, and I'll see people like that on my way into work that are, like, jogging. Yeah, no. So I'd be like, what are you, I have to do this. You're up by choice, obviously. When I was working with a personal trainer, they were like, yeah, you could come in and work with us at 5.30 in the morning. So I'd get up at like 4.30. That lasted a week. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm coming after work, man. (laughs) I'll see the gym that I go to on the way in, too, and you see people going in. Like, No. I like that, though. You like what? Getting up early? No. (laughs) I hate that. Uh, No, I like there being nobody at the gym. Yeah. Well, I like that there's nobody at the office yeah. other than the morning yeah. show crew when right. I get here. And the benefit is we get to get out and do stuff in the middle of the afternoon. That's always bonus. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to talk about sports here for a second. It's going to be a pretty Broncos-heavy draft right around the corner. Uh, you know, we should 
probably touch on the fact that the Avs are down 3-1 in their series. It was a good fight. I don't want to touch on it, but we will. (laughs) Uh, But as always, we will start with our Tweet of the Week. Which was a good one. Did, please tell me you guys watched the video. Yeah, I actually, one. I saw this before Carrie Ann tweeted yeah, it Yeah, it was so good. But yeah, I got to give some props to Carrie Ann because she was the one that tweeted it directly to us. And I was like, this is it. This Carrie is Ann Kehoe, she, she co-hosted. What do we want to say? Guest hosted Guest with hosted. us? Yeah. By the way, one I time. figured out where I knew her last name. That's James Kehoe. It's the real name of Vance Joy. I finally clicked into place. Oh. Hey, is there some oh, weird that facts her, that nobody cares about? Is that her cousin? Yeah, I don't. I guess, <laughs> guess we didn't ask. She's Canadian, right? <laughs> Anyways. He's from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he's Canadian. <laughs> um, but yeah, she tweeted us a video of a Russian soccer league, which that kind of surprised me anyways, because I mean, Russia is more known for their hockey leagues as opposed to their soccer leagues but it's like a d-league men's soccer league so they play soccer everywhere yeah but uh to start this match they had a big ass bear bring out the soccer ball to start this match it was like one of those trick bears which everybody in russia has a pet bear (laughs) for some reason i don't know why this is a thing but everybody has a pet bear and they trained one to just bring out the soccer ball. Like it was a whole to do too. It was. Did they kick it? No, it like brought it. Just it, it, it was on like its hind legs. Yeah, and it, it had it in its front legs. And uh, if you imagine like Baloo from the Jungle Book carrying yeah. a soccer ball, that's what it looked like. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it was. That's but pretty neat. Before they delivered it, they had the bear like waving and clapping and. It was just kind of a really funny video, and the, it's like, why? The funniest <laughs> thing was, so the referee has to go get the ball from the bear because he needs it for the game, which, you know, I would be wary of, like, claw marks on the ball, but either way, <laughs> he like, you see him walk over to the bear, and the bear doesn't know to hand him the ball, so he has to, like, aggressively take this ball from the bear, <laughs> and you can see he's, like, just... I don't, I don't know about this, you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so sure that I want to <laughs> remove this ball from that bear. I, like, I I was also questioning, where did they put the bear after he delivers the ball? Is he just, like, watching on the side? Is there no, a No, I'm fear? guessing it is some really <laughs> shitty cage right, somewhere exactly, where he yeah. gets yeah. beaten constantly. That's yeah. my thought of what happens. Welcome to Russia. Yep. Neat tweet, though. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that took a dark turn. <laughs> Real no, no. This I mean, is, he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> true. Again, everybody in Russia has a pet bear for some reason. I'm sure there's weird things that happen all the time. Let's start this thing. <clears throat> Topic one. We yeah. are going with uh, a mock draft this week. The uh, the NFL draft is next Thursday, one week from today. So I figured it'd be kind of fun for all of us to go through the first five picks of the draft. There might be some surprises, and maybe we'll do a point system for how many we get right, and we can judge that next week. That would be actually, first off, who won the bracket? We never even talked about that. Yeah? Yep. Did I lose? Okay, you just pointed. We're (laughs) doing radio. This is an audio-only media. Again, man, our our brains are a little fuzzy. So, yeah, Dubs won. Uh yeah, we both had Villanova winning the whole thing, though. Yeah, but that's like the only like Sweet 16 team I think I had. Yeah, so. I nailed a couple of those first round upsets, which really helped me. I got the Buffalo pick, which okay. was nice. So. Yeah, uh, but I, the question isn't who won. I lost. It was who oh, lost. You? I had Duke in Arizona in the <laughs> final two, man. Somebody, I didn't even get close. Somebody's buying lunch. <laughs> I, I was. I just assumed it was going to be me, but I wanted to 
put it out there. No, you guys both had Nova. I should have went with Nova. Yeah, mm. so as soon as we Kept actually decide to take this thing on the road, then we'll be able to cash in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so now as far as our, our draft is concerned, we're only doing the first five picks because nobody really cares uh, that's listening to this. I mean, in, in reality... <laughs> the Bills fan cares. I mean, for- you care enough when we, you know, as far as like the world... People really do care about these first five picks. They're pretty interesting. It's got to be the most intriguing first five picks of any draft I've ever seen. It has to do a lot with the five quarterbacks and one amazing defensive player, one amazing offensive lineman, one amazing running back that all could be going. Yeah, and uh, I don't I don't think it's the number of picks necessarily that people are interested. I think, like you said, it's the four quarterbacks. It's how they're going to fall yeah, out. Yeah, because no matter who you talk to, there's a different ranking system for who is even number one. I mean, you know, you had the year with Andrew Luck and RG3, and it was like, well, we think RG3 is going to be a real good player, but there was no question. It was Andrew Luck number one with a bullet. You know what I mean? Um, And I think the same thing could be said for when it was Goff and Wentz and Winston and Mariota. There was a, a number one guy, right? There's not here. You got four guys, and any four of them, if they get taken number one overall, I don't think anybody is blown away. What's also crazy about the draft, too, is we have the number one overall pick with Cleveland like locked in at 0-16. They got that number one pick. <laughs> but they're not telling anyone what they're going to do, which is unusual because you typically, if you got that number one pick locked and it doesn't matter, you're just going to be like, this is going to be our guy. Everyone can start scrapping it out for everything else. But they also have the number four, and so there's right. a game being played right there. Yeah. It's uh, it's got a lot of intrigue. I'm actually very looking forward to this uh, first round. Well, and then you have the disruptors in the draft, too. And, of course, I'm interested in them because the biggest disruptors are my Buffalo Bills. Who could be trading up with Cleveland, perhaps. They've got plenty of capital for it. They want one of those quarterbacks. And so the whole order of the top five could be decimated by them Miami uh, you could have somebody New England as far as we know we don't right? know if they're going to draft up that high but they're talking about they, they are going to need a quarterback you've had I've heard people say that Cleveland might move around inside the top five yeah uh, so just a ton of stuff going on right. um, as to move around inside I could the see top them maybe moving they... out of that one like giving up something like for example the Broncos are like we got our guy we want it they could I don't know if that's a great idea but, so then I'll, yeah. I'll I'll just tell you. So the latest rumor is Bills moving to one, Browns moving to two, and Giants moving to four in a three-team trade. Uh, because the Browns would, I mean, you have the power with that number one pick to say if you want to trade up to the number one pick, you got to tell us who you're taking. So they know yeah. that the Bills won't take their guy. If they can only slide down one spot to two. They take their quarterback there. The Jets take a quarterback three, and all of a sudden, the Giants can take random guy at four. You know what I mean? So it kind of works out for all three teams. I've also seen a three-team trade uh, proposed that was Bills, Giants, and Colts. And the Giants slide back to six, and the Colts slide back to 12, and the Bills hop up to two. And so there's a ton of things that I've – you know, insiders are saying, we've heard that blah, blah, blah has the structure of a deal in place. So, so for our purposes, we're, are, does anyone go outside of the norm and imagine a trade? Or are you just yes. going straight up? Okay. All right. All right. I'm not going you, straight up. No way. Do you want to lead this thing off then, Dubs? And, yeah. So let's or start. Or do you want to save me for last? It's up no, to you. I, I think I want to see where you go Yeah, with yeah. This. Might as well. Let's start. We- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Got the, uh, we're, we have to insert the draft sound effect that I recorded earlier. Okay. And <laughs> that we're going to pretend it's happening right now. Uh, with the first overall choice in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select <laughs> Sam Darnold, quarterback, USC. I think they'll make the move. Now, all right, that was my next question. Is this wishful thinking or is this analytical? This is analytical thinking. Their owner was on NFL Network yesterday, and I don't think her GM appreciated the fact that she's like, yeah, you know, there's been some talk. We might move. For a quarterback, uh, I think I think the Bills had have had Darnold as number one with a bullet uh, since last year. I he fits them perfectly in everything that they want to do. They're all about off the field and um, you know guys being buttoned up. And Sam Darnold is exactly that. Uh, and I think it doesn't. I don't think they care how much it costs. Our GM our GM has said it's the GM's job to get a franchise quarterback. And I think they do it. I think they, they pay whatever it takes and get up there. Uh, and I like that three-team trade scenario. I think it really does work out. So that being the case, the three-team trade, you got the Browns drafting at number two. Oh. And they take Josh Allen, quarterback, <laughs> Wyoming. I believe the rumors that they're into Allen. Uh, it's been mocked. It's been reported. I think they like Allen, and I think they know they don't have to take him number one overall. Uh, he's fallen a little bit in terms of he's just getting a bad rap in the media as the guy who's going to be the bust. And uh, I I do believe some of that after watching some of his film. But I think the Browns like him, and I think the Browns plan to sit him for two years and let Tyrod Taylor be their starter. Uh, I don't know. So I think they take quarterback there and slide back to number two. With the third overall pick in the draft, the New York Jets select Baker Mayfield, Uh quarterback, Oklahoma. Listen, New York City, man. If you're going to bring a quarterback in there, he better be. He better have one of two things. He better be just completely shut out from the media and be completely buttoned up, or he better be all swag. And Baker Mayfield is one hundred percent swag. Oh yeah, yeah. He might get into some fights with media members in New York City, but I think that Josh Rosen's off the field stuff, um, his comments about Trump. And the owner of the Jets don't really mesh very well. So I don't think that the Jets will pick Rosen. Uh, and that leaves them with Baker Mayfield if they want one of the big four quarterbacks. Wait, what did Rosen say about Trump? I missed that. Uh, he wore, uh, I think he wore a hat that said, F- Donald Trump. Oh, why wouldn't that? That would fly totally in New York City. Uh, but not with Woody Johnson, their owner, who oh. is a big contributor to the Trump campaign. Yeah. Well, by the way. I would I would venture to say almost every NFL owner probably sure. is in the same boat. A, a large <laughs> a large percentage. Uh was the guy from the uh, the Jacksonville Shot Probably Con. not. Yeah. Um 
I, it's the only one off the top of my head. I mean, most... Jerry Jones, the, the Gavin Texans, uh, Robert Kraft. Most of them are going to be interested in their money, right? Yeah. And so that yeah. leans you Republican if you're interested in your money. Um, so, But that's aside okay. from right, the point. Right, right, right. Let's okay. not get into politics. I was just curious because I hadn't heard that. <laughs> yeah. so I didn't know if that was like a... a yeah, and, and Josh Rosen is a very speak-your-mind kind of guy. He did a really interesting interview with ESPN, the magazine. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, listen, I'm going to speak my mind. Now... I want that to come across as educated and, and well-written, um, but I just don't think that it's going to mesh well in New York City with the owner of that team. And I think Baker Mayfield fits there, right? Yeah. I mean, you got this kid who is just fire. He's swag. I think the Jets need that personally. And if you want to take the spotlight in New York City with everything going on there, who better, right, than Baker Mayfield to kind of come in and and uh, lead that team? All right, we need to move these a little. I know. Take, I'm like, sorry. Minutes, three, you, I mean, because maybe talk about politics. Uh, fourth <laughs> overall pick goes to the New York Giants, and here's where you get Saquon Barkley, the running back, Penn State University. Uh, he, I think, is one of the best prospects in the draft, uh, and. I really do believe that he's going to be a Hall of Fame type player. He's just going to get pushed because of these quarterbacks. And I think the Giants get their ideal move here. They get to move down, pick up a couple picks, and still get Barkley. That brings us to the number five spot. Yep. Which is super interesting because you've got one marquee quarterback still on the board, Josh Rosen. Do the Broncos take him? Do they bait somebody to trade up and get extra picks for him? Well, with the fifth pick. With the fifth pick in the NFL draft, the Denver Broncos select Bradley Chubb. Oh. I think Elway goes for the guy that he thinks is the best player in the draft. And I think Elway is dead set on not having back-to-back losing seasons. I think they've had three since Pat Boland was the owner. Broncos fans, help yes, me out here. something like that. Yeah. And I don't think they've ever had back-to-back no, losing I, seasons since Pat Boland was the owner. Well, I don't believe so, no. And yeah. I, think John, I think John Elway holds that near and dear to his heart. And so I think he says, I want a guy who makes a difference right now. I've got a quarterback. I can take another quarterback, maybe trade back up into the first round, or with my second round pick, I can take a quarterback then. I'm going to take the the best pass rusher in this draft, and we are going to create another DeMarcus Ware, Von Miller situation. So we don't think here, here. Shane Ray or uh, – um like Shaq Barrett can be the DeMarcus Ware type across from Vaughn. I think they- yes on one, maybe, but not nearly to the extent. Um, okay. And as a matter of fact, it might be better off for one of those guys to drop back as right. maybe take over a middle linebacker. That's exactly what I was going to say. Not middle linebacker, I, I, don't I don't think. So. Maybe outside linebacker. But if you're bringing him and Vaughn on blitzes from the outside with a guy who can put his hand in the ground like Chubb, who yeah. can also anchor against the run game, I think you're in a much better situation there. Yeah. All right. All right, Steve. All right, sure. Uh, all right, so sound effect. Yada, yada. With the number one, I didn't change anything on mine, by the way. This is the straight up draft, so this is a Is that how you think it's going to go, though? I, I doubt it, actually. And that's one of the reasons that we're doing something like this now, because we could do another one on Thursday where everything mixes up. And a lot of these actually could happen day of. Yeah, uh, I think draft. they will. I, think oh, they I mean, will. middle of the draft type of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, here we go with the number one overall pick. Um, the Cleveland Browns are selecting a quarterback, and they will select Baker Mayfield out of Oklahoma. What? Because you haven't heard that a ton. But at the same time, uh, Browns, really great at making 
bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe this could be one. I could. This, I believe this could be the Ryan Leaf of this year's uh, draft. He has some of the hallmarks. Um, he didn't have the lowest Wonderlick score of the bunch, but it actually was fairly high. It was like right. Well, it was like right at that twenty-five mark. That's what he got. It was a twenty-five. Where they say anything above that is kind of bonus. Okay. Anything below that is questionable. So he can't say he had a low score, but he had the second lowest out of the top five. Okay. That are being. Um, and and as far as like a quarterback, they want it. They want an impact player. They want someone to play now. They don't want to put him on the bench behind anyone right now. You're 0-16. You're going to have to go get your franchise quarterback or your fan base would go nuts. So quick question before you get into pick number two. Yeah. We don't think, or you don't think, obviously, that the whole Johnny Manziel comparison plays into that, them not picking Johnny football. Well, they're different, actually. You know, they, you know, they they do have the same kind of swagger, but there is a different level of it. It was almost like... Uh, Johnny Manziel is one of those guys who had everything given to him, like the whole his whole career. Okay. I mean, he he played well when he got to where he was, but Maker Bayfield is one of those guys who took a chance to walk on at Texas Tech, took a chance to leave that to go walk on at Oklahoma. So he's like earned his way up there. Mm-hmm. And it, the it's swagger could end up as meltdown status type of stuff mm-hmm. in in the NFL, which might work against him in a place like New York City. Yeah. They hate their players. Yeah. As much as they love them, they hate them. Unless to you death. win. Yeah. Unless, Unless you, win. you win, but the and then you you're see not- what but you saw what they did with Eli Manning when they tried to bench him, right? I mean he was having an awful year. He was terrible <laughs> and it was outcry because this hero who won two Super Bowls was Well getting that's benched. because New Yorkians they hate themselves as much as anyone <laughs> and they, they they see that in there too and they're like, you can't pick on me, I mean Eli. I mean the whole back page of their paper Papers, well, newspapers. Remember newspapers? Uh-huh. Uh, dedicated to the sports team, and it's usually something awful. Yeah, like true. they're usually picking out something they want to true. fight. All right, number two, Giants. Speaking of, uh, they're going to be replacing Jason Pierre-Paul with Mr. Bradley Chubb with the second overall pick. Uh, I think they're going to be okay at QB, or at least they think that. I mean, obviously, anything could go anyway. I could sit and like negate what I have to say, you know, ten ways to Sunday because that's easy enough. But I'll just say that's what I think they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna, their defense um, was much improved last year, and I don't think they want to lose traction. Uh, number three overall, this is something the Jets have pretty much had the top guy on their board the whole time is Sam Darnold, and they're probably pretty confident he's going to be there. Uh, I'll move on quickly then to number four with Cleveland once again staying put, increasing the uh, firepower that they have on the offensive side. Sadly. Choosing Saquon Barkley ahead of the Denver Broncos. Um, Again, I'm so torn on this. Honestly, for the Denver Broncos at number five, I I feel like logically what they should do is choose Quentin Nelson because it's not a sexy pick, but it's really what they need. They need that, and they're going to need off. They need offense. They need offense. They need offense. They've addressed it partially with uh, Case Keenum. We still don't know exactly what we're going to get from. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know if we're going to get the L.A. Rams case Keenum or if we're going to get the Minnesota Vikings case Keenum, 
But I think a lot of what that has to do is the pieces around him. And you could say it's the the running back, which we're in need of this year. So that's why that hurts you, you think? <laughs> Only because he's such a dynamic player, but right. also in my in my head, I also know dynamic running backs can be found later in the draft. Sure. Too. Kareem Hunt, good yeah. example. Um, yeah. Who else came out last Kamara. year? Uh, Kamara. Alvin yeah. Kamara. Great. It's, it's someone they passed on last year that mm-hmm. the Broncos could have on their team right now. So um, it's almost like you're paying too much. But then again, you know, you get a Todd Gurley, Adrian Peterson, and someone like that that can change your team. Um, all in all, though, I think they will choose a quarterback, and I think they'll choose Josh Allen. In your scenario, yeah. you have the third best quarterback left on the board for mm-hmm. the Broncos. Third, quote unquote, third best quarterback. However, you want to rank them. Third drafted quarterback still on the board. There is potential there for big trade capital if you're willing to move backwards. If you're John Elway and that's how the first four picks of the draft fall, are you looking to add draft capital and maybe let somebody else take the third guy on the board? Depends on how much you want that guy. Well, that's what I'm asking you. Uh, you're John Elway. You tell me. I think they want that guy. You think, I think they want they, that think guy? They want Josh Allen. And I okay. think they'd be right because um, he had the highest completion percentage of any of these guys playing out there. And, and he was doing that by throwing it down the field. Allen? Uh, yeah. No, Allen had the lowest Oh, the lowest. I'm sorry. sorry. Percentage. But he was throwing it down the field. Right. Like those yes. were his, they, they really rode him. Uh, he didn't the have highest all these was screens. Baker Mayfield, right? Yes. And he had, he had the, a lot of short passes. Right. It's It was meant, it was like a West Coast type offense where he's supposed to throw like zero to five yard passes. And that's why his completion right. percentage was so high. And when it comes to the analytics, once again, like the numbers on the paper, the Wonderleg score, he crushed at like a 30 Seven is off the charts um, mm. as far as like his score with that. And in the modern era, that doesn't always translate, uh, pre, you know, in history. But in the modern era, it really does. Okay. So uh, that's my picks. I guess we'll see if I change my mind by Thursday. I like it. All right. Uh, with that said, I'm on the board. I'm on the clock. The first pick of the 2018 NFL Draft with the Cleveland Browns, they select quarterback Josh Allen. Out of Wyoming. I think that this guy is a bit of a project. I think that uh, Cleveland knows that they have Tyrod for basically a year. So Josh Allen gives them something to work on for the next year while they have Tyrod in there. The only thing that would change him from starting, I think, next year, and uh, Cleveland has actually expressed a lot of interest in Josh Allen, I think the only thing that would change him being their guy is if Tyrod just comes out and lights it up with all yeah, of the weapons he'd have to that win he has. It. Yeah. So two of two of the three of us have Allen going to the Browns. How mm-hmm. about that? All yep. right. Uh that said, the New York Giants now on the clock. With the second pick, they take Saquon Barkley. They yeah. don't take their quarterback because they believe that Eli has enough in the tank, two years to be exact, and they've never had an elite rusher. Well, it's been a very long time. It's been a a while. Yeah, and I mean, when you think about the the way that they beat the Patriots back in the Super Bowl years, it was more on the back of Eli and the receivers and the the playmakers on defense than it was their elite rushers. So I think this is where they start building that a little bit, and they can get a later-round quarterback like a Mason Rudolph or maybe even a Lamar Jackson that comes in and starts to train under Eli Manning. No way he's going to be around by the second round, though. That's just his... Jackson probably won't. Rudolph, Rudolph could. Yeah, I mean, Rudolph could. But there's so many quarterback-hungry teams, not just in the top five or six, but in the whole front end of the draft. There's so sure. many that could use it. But they're another team, to Dubs' point, like the Broncos, that maybe if they stay at that pick, they trade back up to 
do something yeah. to to get that guy later if that's the guy that they want. And I think you're right. I think they could, could wait, and I think they're really desperate for someone to do something on the ground. Sure, I agree. And with that, the New York Jets now on the clock. They are taking their guy, who everybody has been talking about for a month, the guy that I wish was coming to the Broncos, but instead <laughs> he's going to go to the Jets. They take Baker Mayfield. They've got Josh McCown for a year. It's another situation with uh, kind of where Cleveland is at. They've got a guy for a year. They can bring in Baker if they don't think that he's ready. They can train him for a year. They can cut McCown loose because they're not going to pay him $10 million again next year. And then Baker is the face of the franchise in the New York uh, Jets organization. So same question you guys pushed me on. You worried about Baker Mayfield and his volatility? I mean, the dude saves tweets of guys who tweet negative things about mm-hmm. him. You're, are you worried about the negativity of Baker in uh, in New York City? No. Uh, that's been one of my favorite things about him is that the dude sits there and he's just like, I'm going to prove you wrong. So I think I think with New York, I think with I really think with any team he goes to, that's what's fueling him is he wants to prove that he's not Johnny football, that he's not a flash in the pan, that he wants to be the face of a franchise for many years to come. And I think even with New York, they they see that a little bit. And that's why they've been heavily linked to him as far as the Jets making that pick at three. I think that's why they traded up okay. to uh, to go get him. So with that, the Cleveland Browns now back on the clock at four. Now, a lot of people, I mean, they drafted a quarterback in my mock draft. They got Josh Allen one overall. They were going to maybe take Saquon Barkley at that four spot if he was still there, hoping. But instead, they stayed there, and they decided to go and get their replacement for Joe Thomas. They take Mike McGlinky out of Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah. McGlinky going before yep. Nelson. I sure do because they needed an offensive tackle as opposed to an offensive guard. Both were pretty solid dudes. Nelson was rated a little bit higher, uh, but both of them played amazingly, and I think that's what the Browns are looking for now that they have this offense that's high-powered, super flashy with their receivers, with their uh, new quarterback in Tyrod Taylor and possibly a Josh Allen. They've got the guy now that they think is going to protect either one of those. Yeah. I mean, clear cut number one left tackle in, in the draft, but most of the time mocked, you know, I want to say seven to 12 area. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a little bit of a reach there for the Browns. Do they with two of the big four quarterbacks still on the board, including Sam Darnold, who many people think is the best, uh, with two quarterbacks still left on the board, are you looking for a trade there if you're the Browns? Mm, it depends on what type of weapons you want. That's why I, that's why I picked this guy at five and okay. did something or at four and did something a little bit different is because I still think that they now need an offensive line much like the Broncos do. Okay. So they stayed at four and they I mean if Saquon would have fell there, they would have probably taken him, but instead they decided to make the move to go get the offensive lineman. So now that your boy Baker's off the off the board. Baker's off the board. There are actually a couple of quarterbacks left. There is Sam Darnold mm-hmm. that hasn't been drafted. There's also Josh Rosen. So with the fifth overall pick of the 2018 draft, the Denver Broncos select Josh Rosen. Oof. He is the guy that a lot of people think would fit our system well. He's one of him and Darnold have been bounced back and forth of the best QBs in this draft. And with Rosen sitting there, I think that the Broncos like him a little bit more 
than they liked Sam Darnold. They went out and saw Rosen play as opposed to even going to uh, they John Elway and company didn't go see Darnold in UFC or USC for his bowl game, but they saw him throw for his pro day, the uh, combine, all that stuff. But I think that Rosen, Rosen and Allen were the two, other than maybe Make Baker being the third that mm-hmm. the Broncos have been really high on so i know we got to move but real quickly same question that i had for steve if you're the broncos there's two of those top four quarterbacks on the board you're john elway are you looking at trading down with two of those quarterbacks on the board and using one of them as bait i don't think so no way i don't don't think think i don't think they're they're doing anything but staying right where they are and it this it's the that is money in the bank like the fifth pick if you back up and it's a misfire like how stupid is that how stupid is that if you back up and like win it's great people are going to be happy about that but no one's going to give you credit for it well i I think it goes back to a conversation that we've had before where with what the broncos do with this fifth fifth pick there are so many great potentially great players outside of just the quarterbacks so even if they don't get those quarterbacks if my mock draft doesn't land anywhere close there's still Chubb, there's still Barkley, there's still possibly Ward, who people have been talking about. So I mean, there's there's players there that I think the Broncos are just like we're gonna we're gonna stay for once. At this that surprises topic. me. That really surprises me with both of you. All right, we got to move just because I, I got to be done in ten minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, we can fly through the second topic. That was fun. I this have, is I the part it. where we lay it on thick, where we talk about how awesome something was, uh, one way or another, sports world or otherwise. Um, and here at the Worst Damn Sports Show, take a moment to be positive. And I would like to lay it on thick for the Las Vegas Knights of mm. the National Hockey League as they move down to the second round with a sweep at LA Kings. And here's how amazing this is. Not only are they now the favorite to win the Stanley Cup as an expansion team in the last 60 years of expansion teams, no one has ever been above 500, much less made the playoffs, much less been a favorite to win the championship to the tune that if you bet 100 bucks on them when they started the season in Las Vegas, home of the Las Vegas Knights, you'd be $20,000 richer if they actually win this thing. That's how big of a deal this is, made of spare parts from like other teams that decided they don't want. It just shows the parody of hockey, and it's beautiful. They decided, all of these spare parts decided they wanted to have the season of their careers. I <laughs> yeah. mean, we had a guy, a, a goaltender, for all intents and purposes, that we thought was going to retire, and he's been their number one guy all year long. So. Here we are. Do you want to hear something annoying during late on thick? Sure. They're not the Las Vegas Golden Knights. What? They're just the, the Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights. Knights. How Sorry. annoying is that? No, it's so <laughs> annoying. Just make them the Las Vegas. If we want to call them the Vegas Knights, we will. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I don't mean to get annoyed during Late on Thick. No. Do you want me to go or you go? No, go for it. Uh, I'm going to lay it on Thick for this time of the sports year. Yeah. I think this time in the sports calendar, I think there are two elite times during the year uh, for sports. One is that October, October time yeah. where you've got uh, hockey and basketball starting. You've got NFL in full swing and you've got baseball playoffs. I think that's great. I think this is arguably the best time as well. Kind of the masters through the end of the first round of the playoffs. You got playoffs in the NHL and the NBA. You got baseball so you can go sit and have a beer and a hot dog. You got the masters going on, which always makes you feel like it's spring again. And you got the NFL draft. I think this is one of the few, the one of the two elite times on the sports calendar. I would not disagree with that. That's pretty solid. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to lay it on thick for a 17-year-old kid by the name of Austin Denton. Austin Denton is actually going to be the kid that announces the Broncos' first pick of the 2018 draft. 
He's a cancer survivor, and he's also an aspiring sports journalist. I think it's cool that the NFL started letting these kind of guest uh, announcements happen, and I think it's cool that they gave it to a kid who wants to make a career out of sports and live through probably the most trying time of his life to get there and make this pick. So a really cool moment. Uh, I hope that he absolutely crushes it. I can't wait to see how it all goes down next week. And that is that. (laughs) Second topic. We're going to breeze through this one because, honestly, I think that it's overhyped and everybody in the sports media has been talking about it for the last three days. But a couple of things happened this week. The NFL had their off-season voluntary workouts or no they're mandatory workouts at this point voluntary. Right? it is voluntary so yeah they had their voluntary that's what makes it even more crazy voluntary workouts and today at six o'clock the nfl schedule is released so we'll know how the broncos opponents are laying out but here is my thing with it and here is why i think i found it to be almost it almost made my worst until i decided just to throw it in there because i knew our draft thing was going to take a while yeah but do we care do we care that much because at the end of the day, the Broncos need to just win a bunch of games. It doesn't matter who they're playing against. They still have to win. And it's voluntary workouts. Like, the guys are going into the gym to lift weights, and we're interviewing them like they're getting ready for the Super Bowl. No, I don't care about any of this stuff <laughs> other than the fact that, like, it is, it is like, the as far as the Broncos are concerned, there's always interest. And so that's part of it. They get to feed into sure. it just a little bit. Um, so no, like this, the, the workouts, unless someone's like, unless there's some type of drama about a holdout or something like that. Um, but, uh, the schedule is pretty cool. I mean, I it's, was gonna it's, say, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it, we kind of know the, who they're going to be playing. We just don't know when exactly. And it is kind of interesting to see how it's going to lay out as far as my TV watching. Uh, <laughs> like the, the first Monday night football of the year is going to be, cause it's been leaked a little bit. You know, it's got little, little bits and pieces and if the leak is correct, first Monday night football game of the year will be Jets-Lions. Why? I know. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying though. Like we're we're gonna re- we're gonna hype up the schedule release for that. Viking am- Saints will wrap up the Monday thing apparently. That's but yeah, that's better. like that's what trash they're giving us. <laughs> Unless they do have one of those quarterbacks, and it's exciting to like see if they're gonna perform or if they're gonna get whipped. Well, yeah. I mean, the Viking Saints is more exciting because you have Case or not Case Keenum. That's not have, what I uh, heard. That was interesting that that's what you heard. Okay, what'd you, you hear? Cousins versus Breeze. Uh, well, the reason I heard it was because it was my Bills. I heard Bills Jags to open Monday night. For Monday night? Yeah. Uh, uh, wow, either way, <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> All right, well, Except for that was the playoff game. Right, and that was the thing. It was a it was a postseason rematch. I feel like it's better than Vikings. Oh, or, it's or certainly better, than, better than what I said. Lions. <laughs> um, but I can't see them going with a Minnesota team in that late window. That's a late game for an East or even a central time slot. Uh, to answer your question, Beardo, I think uh, one is overhyped and one isn't. I think I think the voluntary workouts nobody cares about unless someone gets hurt. Sure. And I think the uh, the schedule. I think the schedule is a big deal. I mean, especially for teams like the Broncos, whose fan base footprint expands over so many miles. I mean, you got people who come down in RVs from Wyoming and come up from New Mexico and come from Kansas to watch games. If you're going to come, if you got season tickets and you come to all of them, or if you just make one trip a year from, you know, Topeka, Kansas to come watch your Broncos play, uh, it's a, it's a big deal because you pick that out and you set up that trip. I know with me and my friend, we were talking about uh, going to a random NFL city, seeing a random NFL game, and seeing a college game in the same city like I did on my Arizona trip last year. Uh, and so it'll be fun to sit there and pick that out. You kind of 
plan out your fall. And then you also look at like, who's playing on Thanksgiving? Who's playing at Christmas? Mm-hmm. How many primetime games do we have? I mean, I feel like it's not overhyped. I feel like it's mm-hmm. it's laying out your kind of your fall. I feel like it still is. Like my my whole thing with it, like it, do we need a full like two days of creating this big event? Like just give me the schedule. Then I can plan all that stuff. Yeah, but they're going to try to. Obviously. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's so, what, it's just a, it's a big marketing. Ploy. So at six o'clock our time tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. going to be coming out. Yeah. Okay, yep. cool. So by the time most people are listening to this, it'll. Have happened already. Hopefully, we're excited we to talk about the schedule actually, next yeah. week. Sweet. All right, moving on. Just because. Sorry, Time guys. I gotta. Here <laughs> <laughs> in the worst damn sports show period, we bring out the worst at the very end, where we wrap things up talking about something that we did not approve of, one way or another. Uh, this week, uh, I could start, or you guys got something? Yeah, go for it, man. My worst is Baker Mayfield. Oh, come on. <laughs> shirtless pick? Not the shirtless pick. <laughs> I mean, that no, is... Baker Mayfield, who may be playing for the Denver Broncos, might be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos next year. Very unlikely to be the quarterback of the San Diego Chargers, because when they talked about his meeting with the San Diego Chargers, he said, quote, well, not quote, because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, it could have gone better. I didn't really take the time to learn the playbook, which they don't really give you the playbook. They give you a handful of plays to like check out so they can discuss with you at dinner. And he admittedly didn't really have those. And he said he didn't have a lot of time for that because he's got a lot of things on his plate and he's got to prioritize which teams he's going to care about for the most part. <laughs> and he just doesn't think that they're going to do that. When we just talked about how trading up and down, anyone could end up anywhere. He could definitely be drafted by the San Diego Chargers. Well, he could have been drafted by the San Diego Chargers. I would imagine that they're going to pass on him at this point. And just kind of shows maybe the work ethic that we're looking at a guy who really doesn't have anything on his plate right now, except for auditioning for NFL teams and who had, who himself has said he has a photographic memory. So how hard would it be to flip through a playbook? Snap it. What if, he, then, what if he doesn't want to play for the Chargers? He might not want to play for the Chargers. <laughs> then it's a brilliant move. I think, uh, yeah, I'm going with that. I'm going with he just didn't want to play with the Chargers. I mean, nobody really likes Phyllis Rivers, right? So, But he would be replacing that guy. Anyway, for the moment at least, unless he becomes a Broncos quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Blah. You're the worst. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. And there's a, there's a few people making my worst all in one fell swoop. Those names are Subban, mm. Ellis, okay. Johansson, a little bit of Ekholm. Dude, can we just all admit that Nashville is a dirty team? Yeah, they're that a is bunch why of they toothless are... rednecks. They don't know hockey. They Whoa. don't deliverance movies. They, what? <laughs> you took that to a whole different. <laughs> maybe, maybe Steve shouldn't admit that. Nashville I don't know why they're throwing team. catfish on the ice. They need that for dinner later. But come on, man. They like. I know it, it probably sounds a little bit Homer esque because I'm, ro- I'm rooting for the Abs. <laughs> but you can't watch the Nashville Predators and watch some of the hits that they take, especially PK. And be like, that's a fair hit. That's clean. He's not trying to hurt anybody. He's just playing the game of hockey. It just seems like it's been like that. And I'm not just saying against the Avs. It seems like it's been like that all season for some reason. <laughs> Although right before that Forsberg goal last night, he had a really big clean hit against someone. I can't remember who was bringing it into the, the end zone uh, so fast. And he got yeah, yeah, crushed yeah. by Subban. And that set up the goal for the most part. So, yep. meh. And your excuse for the Avs player hitting, I think it was X. You mean Gabe Gabe Landeskog pushing him down? No, your guy hit him in the nuts with his stick. Oh, Andrew Ghetto. No, that was uh, that was uh, that wasn't Ekholm, but I know who you're talking about. I mean, if you watched, you know, but but I mean, you can only take so much of that dirty play before you eventually get into that. I'm just saying. All right. 
Nashville, you're the worst. Uh, my worst is uh, two New Hampshire youth baseball coaches who planned to get a girl, the only girl who plays in this league, this little league team, uh, to quit by having their pitchers hit her every time she came to bat. I saw this story, man. It is unbelievable. It's like grotesque to me. I want to go all mafia on them and be like, I'm going to get you to quit by coming over there and breaking your damn kneecaps. Apparently, the father of this little girl was alerted by one of the other coaches that while they were doing the uh, tryouts uh, and then they all select, you know, what player is on their team and so on and so forth, that two of the coaches discussed uh, that they were going to tell their boys to hit the girl so she wanted to quit. And uh, the coach that overheard this let the dad know and said don't worry i will draft her onto my team uh so that he's there that she's not in that situation but it's just sickening man like they they said they you know want to go get her to play softball or something like that or some it's <laughs> i just, don't know how i gotta google this story i don't know it but i would hope the coach that said that is no longer coaching there's there's no i haven't found an update okay. on it it's only a couple days old but i just couldn't believe it in this world that we live in nowadays where it, like we are trying to realize when dudes are being dudes this is just so far over the line Agreed. it's not even like close to the line it's so far over the line that it made me super angry um i've got it on my twitter at producer dubs if you want to follow the story that is producer dubs that is at beardo yep. on twitter i am at iheartstv we are at worst am and that's it for the show today we made it guys we made it on time nice. I can make my appointment lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details